Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. Those haters, those trolls, those doubters, the, everything that most people would perceive as holding them back and use that as rocket fuel to propel you forward. And it's just a mindset. It's a perspective. And it's one that we're here to help cultivate and encourage because we're here to teach you how to fish. And it takes a lot longer to teach you how to fish than it does to just give you a fish. So I think the main thing with the MSL and the way in which you can think about it um, is it is it is teaching you how to fish. What I've what I've noticed a lot, especially with kids coming through the the soccer system, the youth soccer system, um, there you kind of fall into two categories. You're either the future Landon Donovan or the future Tim Howard, or you are a non. You, you no one even knows you exist, and you're not anything. It, you know, I, I know there's people that fall on the extreme, but people either will personally tend to feel they fall into either one of those categories. And there's advantages and disadvantages to both. And one of the advantages of being a nobody is that you get to claw your way up and 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 test yourself at each level and adapt or die, right? Which is an advantage. And most people don't really see that as an advantage because they haven't thought about the counter the counter disadvantage of thinking of of being the future Tim Howard the future Landon Donovan um you might be the best player where you currently are at and because of that everyone around you is telling you how good you are how you're going to make it and how everything's going to work out for you and the problem with that is you're having a false sense of positive feedback and that positive feedback might boost into your confidence of who you are in that short term and give you that that ability to just feel as though you can never be beaten and you deserve to be here, not you've earned the right to be here. And that is something that sobers you really quick once you get to the professional level because everybody there is talented. And uh, the number of pros and number of players that I've seen show up thinking they deserve to be there and, and thinking that because everyone up to that point has told them that they're going to be the next big person, they're going to be the, they're on that trajectory. There's nothing that, there's nothing that will get in their way because they've always been the best. They get slapped by reality really quick once they get to the professional level. And, um, the, and that's where being the number one person is a huge disadvantage once you actually get to a, a level of competition because you haven't been preparing for the negativity um, and you haven't figured out how to overcome the negativity. And because of that, if you know, you're know you a highly touted person who's been told you're the best and you're going to be perfect all the way up to the, on day one and I've been told that I'm never going to make it and nothing's going to work out for me and I'm a terrible player and all of these things, all this negativity, and we both happen to show up on the same day in the same place, 99 times out of 100, I'm going to beat you because I've been battle tested. I have gone through the ringer. I have 
had everyone tell me that it's not possible, had everyone say the negativity is negativity is what people are using to suppress you and bring you down. So you want to use that as positivity to lift you up. And the MSL mentality, the MSL mindset, and what we're talking about, what we're discussing here is how you take that negativity, those haters, those trolls, those doubters, the, everything that most people would perceive as holding them back and use that as rocket fuel to propel you forward. And it's just a mindset. It's a perspective. And it's one that we're here to help cultivate and encourage because we're here to teach you how to fish. And it takes a lot longer to teach you how to fish than it does to just give you a fish. And most young people and adults as well too, because some adults are just little kids in older people's bodies, right? Think that when someone is just giving you something that they're helping you, they might be helping you in the short term, but in the long term, they're not helping you. Uh, they're hurting you because they're creating a they're creating a system of dependency, and that is what the American soccer system has created: a lot of dependency and a lot of entitlement. And um, I don't think it was meant to be that when it was when it started out. It's just the result of the way the system has been built, um, and that entitlement is hurting uh, the development of youth players because. Once you do get to that pro level or that higher level of competitive level, it is now a kill or be killed mindset, which is not what it was before you got there. So you're, you're completely not set up for success. And, and let's say you're signing, because I've seen a lot of the kids, they're signing their, their homegrown contracts at 15 and 16 years old now. Um, they... They're, now they're pro at 15, 16, which means they're competing with guys double their age, 32, 33, 34 plus years old. So they're in the real world real quick. And uh, the thought is just assuming that you'll, pay, you'll, you'll keep progressing from 16 to 20. So your first contract, now you're 20. Most of those players don't pan out because they're not getting opportunities to play and gain experience because experience is what you need. Because we're in a win-now mentality. We're in a win-now culture. And since it's a win right now, I can't invest in developing you at 15, 16, 17 for the next four years because I'll lose. And if I lose, the fans want me out. The, 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 the management wants me out. So instead, over the four years while they're developing you through the system, they're using you to sell the next 15-year-old to sign and get in. And at 20, 21, 22, 23, when you don't have any minutes, you don't have any experience, and you don't pan out, and you're not the next Landon Donovan or the Tim Howard, well, guess what? There's another 15, 16, 17-year-old, and they can just say, well, hey, it's your fault. You didn't pan out. You didn't know. And I see countless players go through this cycle and not realize it until it's too late. So... Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you are listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com radio. 
That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.